Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. My name is Deborah Butler, and welcome to my podcast, People Know Stuff. And today I'm excited to have Giddle Price with me. Giddle Price knows stuff about juried photography shows. And Giddle, of course, is a photographer. And Giddle's work has been shown far and wide. And in fact, I believe, does Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia have some of your work? that is permanently on display, Giddle? Yeah, 14 pieces. There you go. There you go. And so Giddle has, as a photographer, she helped, well, she founded Women in Focus, and she's also the president of that organization in Atlanta. And one of the things that Giddle does is she's asked to judge entries into photography shows. And these are shows that are what is known as juried So when you enter a show where they are going to select your work, you know, based on, hey, this is outstanding work, then Giddle might be one of the judges for that work. So I asked Giddle if she would share stuff she knows about jury shows and people who want to get into a jury show. What can you tell people, Giddle, that will be helpful? Well, it's got to be unusual, creative, thinking outside of the box you know, something different than just a, just a sunset or just a sailboat sitting on the water, whatever. Yes. Well, how does one know if what they've done is think outside of the box? Well, I think as photographers, we kind of, we know somehow, we just like, I love this piece. You know, I love the color, you know, I love the subject matter, all of that. And so we enter those in shows, the things that we love. And um, you can try by doing um, professional photo reviews, you know, entering professional photo reviews, and then they might like it too. And then you might think, okay, I really got something, you know, so I'll enter this in a show. What's a professional photo review? I've never heard of that. Yeah, they have them all the time. And of course, now with Zoom and everything online, um, there's professional photographers and they offer some you have to pay and some you don't. And they critique your work. So you would go out and just Google in professional photo reviewer? Is that? Or, or maybe a Zoom photo review. I've never done it, but a lot of people do because they say you need to put your work out there, um, you know, not be afraid. So when you say a Zoom photo review, help me understand that. Is that Would that be after you had identified someone and then you would meet with them on Zoom and show them your work? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, during COVID, all we had were Zoom photo reviews in our clubs. So that was more popular. Yeah, because we did not meet in person. So, so. And, you know, you could have people from all over the world. Sure. Yeah. You really expand your reach. So it's sounding like the first step would be if you want to get into a jury show, you're suggesting, hey, maybe the first step you would take is to look at your work and say, well, is it unusual? Is it creative? I mean, do I feel like this is outside of the box? And then you might look up, it sounds like you've got to find a professional um, photo review. Could you, would you just put that into a search engine and then um, you could reach and out? A lot of, mm-hmm. There's 
there's so much photography out there and um, lots. Well, one thing, you know, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, as well as many others, people have likes, you know, they tick the box, right? You have something that gets over, you know, 50 or 100, 100 checks. I'd say a lot of people like it. It's a good clue. Right. Sure. Yeah. So a good. So they they may not be uh, professional judges, but they're indicating I like this, and it, and that might be on Facebook. What do you think is the most common platform for people to show their stuff and get a gauge for how others are responding to it? Is it Instagram? Instagram is definitely more than Facebook is for older people now. Okay. <laughs> you know, it used to be the thing, and now Instagram. But you know, tons of people use TikTok and get millions of likes yes even so though you know, there's tiktok even though there's right. controversy around tiktok right it, um, exactly you know um well on a personal level people, how are uh, on a real you know personal level for someone who's been involved with photography for so long what are you thinking about using tiktok and do you use it what would your just here and now advice be on tiktok i don't use it but um lots of times i look at it yeah. You know, because you see, I don't know, somebody dancing or what, something that attracts you to it, right? And and you think it's fun and you sit there and look at it. But, so um, you know, just still photographs on, do they show TikTok just still photographs and get likes on that? They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And a lot of them are, are moving ones because obviously you can make little short movies okay. on your phone. Well, so back to this um, review. How much would you expect to pay if somebody was going to review your work and they were charging you? I mean, kind of what are the ranges? Do you know? Uh, I could say anything from 50 to several hundred, depending on how popular, how well known, you know, the, the person is. Yeah. So they might, that might, de- might not be where you would start if you're just kind of getting into this and exploring it. Um, no, I but- think locally, if it, if people would just join clubs, you know, yes, groups like like the two I'm in, Rosa Photographic Society, as well as Women in Focus. And we have photo reviews. And, you know, win a few photo reviews or get the feedback of the local artists. We're so lucky in Atlanta. There's so many professionals here. I mean, they've photographed every famous person in the world. And we're there, you know, these people are right here in Atlanta. And they, and are they, you know, are they people travel who, everywhere. Do they tend to be in clubs, those professionals? Do they tend? No, but you get them to come and be speakers or judges. Right. Um, That makes sense. So, yeah. So you could get exposure because they come and and address the group. Sure. Right. And so finding, and is it, so finding a photography club, best way to do that? Um, That would be Googling. But for sure here in Atlanta, we used to have, you know, maybe three or four. Now there's 50 or 60 or more. <laughs> you know, there's lots. So what about a show? How are you going to find a show? Well, again, in the clubs, uh, you have shows so at really, galleries. A big gateway into showing your photography and, and getting more involved with it is definitely going to be a club, it's sounding like. Right, right. And do now... Here I am, I take pictures on my phone and I really like them. Is that a legitimate um, source of photography? That <laughs> tell me. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And the, 
since I'm an, uh, you know, an iMac person, the iPhone um, 14 takes 50 meg files or the lower ones are, could be a three meg file. So that's huge. I mean, you could make a big print from that. And um, I'm waiting for the 15 to come out in the fall and I'm going to buy one. There <laughs> you know you what I mean? Go. There you go. Because um, you don't always carry your, your camera with you, although you should being a photographer, but you always have your phone now, nowadays. It's just different, you know, than it was. Um, and um, the phone's right there. You take the picture. Yeah, you know, that's what set me off in the direction of finding you to do a People Know Stuff podcast, because I know a lot of people use their phones and a lot of people end up with really cool photographs on their phone. And so and they enter them in shows and they also win. There you go. There you go. So having the phone is sufficient to qualify you to go to a club meeting and and would you go with a hard copy of the picture you felt the fondest of or would you just could you just go and say hey i'm just sitting in and i want to learn um, more? All, all clubs are different but um most of them have a, a print category and a digital category but you have to enter ahead of time you just can't walk in well, I guess I'm I'm talking about just kind of joining the club and and establishing a community. Right. I would I would join a club and see if or I would go. Most clubs you don't have to join. You can go to meetings, and then if you decide you it's a fit for you, then you would join. So you could just show up for the meeting. You'd seen online when it is. Most of them, I mean, it would indicate, I guess, if it were not an open meeting. And right. You would just go and and see what's going on in the tribe who does photographs and likes to talk about them and then likes to show them and then could perhaps help you get into a show. Right. And believe me, photographers like to talk about their work. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, they, that's what we do. We love the equipment and the new equipment. And, you know, we like to travel and discover places. I mean, for me, photography is discovery. It's like a, a treasure trove. It's a treasure hunt. You know what I mean? And it makes it fun. I, and you never know I mean, around, sure. you know, that next corner that something's going to happen. I mean, I went to my printer framer the other day and uh, in Atlanta. And so we finally finished. Um, and uh, I was driving home and I was a half a block from there. And there was a stop sign. I stopped at but the stop sign was crooked. And it was perfect. I took a picture right there and I don't know how many hits I've had on that, that picture, you know? Wow. So, yeah. so that's, that's what I love about photography. You know, it's just, it's just way too fun. Do you feel like being a member of a club also, you know, being the founder of a club, do you think that has helped you kind of build that eye and really what I heard you describing earlier as a feeling I would call an intuition? Do you feel like it's been through that, experience that you've developed that eye and that intuition <clears throat> for me no but i can see where that it could happen you know uh to people but i could i'm an artist and i could draw before i could uh read and write i'm just one of those people so, um, my father. <laughs> so it's the the creativity is inside you it's just there you know where others all have it but you have to pull it out of them. You know what I mean? You have to show them how to find it. Yeah. So for you, it was kind of on the surface. You arrived with it readily available, but have you seen people really, as you say, oh, pull it out? 
Absolutely. I've seen people grow and it's so much fun. That's one of the things I love being in charge of these clubs is um, are running them and so forth um, is that you, you saw them when they came in and you saw the pictures they took. They were just kind of like snapshots. That's what they say, right? Just snapshots. They didn't think about it. They just snapped it. You know, they didn't look at the surroundings or they didn't look at the bush coming out of the person's head when they took a portrait, right? <laughs> you know, the tree, the bush, you know, those are real common. The water fountain, I remember one time it's a water, you know, right in front of a water fountain, the water was coming right out of the person's head. So, you know, yeah. Being and in a club you and being around people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you were just looking at the person, you know, and it may be a great picture of that person. Of course, now with Photoshop and everything else and all kinds of apps on the phone, you can take that away. But, you know, because I'm an artist and because I can draw and I used to teach, um, it's like, I'll give you an example. Um, I could always draw. My aunt came over one day for, it was must have been Halloween or Thanksgiving. I don't know. We had a pumpkin. And she said, show me how to draw. Show me how you do this, you know. So I gave her a piece of paper. I set the pumpkin on the table. And I said, okay, draw that, you know. Well, she looked away from the pumpkin and drew a circle on her paper. Well, you know, pumpkins are not, I mean, they may be circular, but they have these big dents in them. You know what I mean? They, they're curvy. Especially on the top, they curve where the stem is and whatever. That's just a real example. But if you practice every day, you're going to get better. And it's the mm -hmm. same way with drawing or with anything and for sure photography. Oh, I've seen them grow and turn into professionals and they're out there teaching workshops and traveling the world. Yeah, I bet you have because you've been involved in the the community of photographers for a long time. Um, yeah. And we promised that we would talk about getting into a juried show. And I wonder, so the tips you gave were, it needs to be unusual, creative, and think outside of the box. Anything else that you, you know, here we're speaking to someone who was kind of born with their creative instincts already on the surface. Um, so it might not be easy for you to operationalize creative and, <laughs> and um, unusual and outside of the box, but could you try um, and, and, and speaking from the, the perspective of the judge. Right. Well, for, you know, for the most part, it's best to look at who the judge is, go to his website, look what he, he shoots, he or she, you know, and, um, that's a good, you know, a really good way to say, Hmm, you know, he shoots a lot of antique cars or whatever it is, or, you know, landscapes, let me look at my landscapes and let me enter my landscape or whatever. Um, so that's the best way is to see what the judge likes, what they, okay. you know, what they've studied. Okay. So I guess what I'm hearing you say is be schooled in the either conscious or unconscious bias of those who will be judging the show. Right. Well, is, so is it known in advance who the judges will be typically? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> for me, but I know you're asking for me, I like my new work every year. You know, you do new, new work. And if I like it, that's what I'm going to enter. And it doesn't make any difference what the judge, if he doesn't pick it. I mean, there was, we have a, had a lady who um, shot through glass all the time. So all of her stuff was abstract. Well, either you liked it or you didn't like it. But that's what she was doing. And that's, but that's what she was doing. Right. Sure. 
And I, and I think a good judge needs to look at the whole picture, you know, so you need some abstract in there. You need some landscape, you need some macro, you need a combination because a combination makes a good show. And I think if the judge um, is really biased to liking just certain things, then the show's not really a complete show. It kind of looks the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have learned some things myself today. <laughs> um, and I, what I'm recognizing is I might want to start by finding a club and just going to a couple of club meetings, see if I resonate with the people, um, see what I can learn from them and, you know, begin to open my eyes to the world and look at it in creative ways and don't be afraid to maybe take something and submit it. And if I really want to get into the show, research who the judges are and look at their work and maybe choose a show where the kind of thing I want to submit is um, familiar and resonant with the judge, the judges of the show I might submit to. So what else could you say as we get to the end of this conversation that you especially want people to know? Well, um, it, when you join a club, uh, most of them have field trips uh, like every month. So it gives you the chance to get to know people and, and get to know what they like to shoot and also different places. Kind of like when you go to Europe and you take a little tour um, and then if you liked a place, you go back there and spend a little more time, you know, because you've got a little taste of places. So yeah. I think the field trips are, are, are a wonderful idea. And also these are social clubs. So we like people, too, although we don't like people talking to us while we're on a field trip, you know, when we're photographing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're shooting. Well, right. You know what? So that's a great cheerful note to end on, because even if I, you know, I'm kind of a, 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 a real dilettante about my photography. I bet you I'd have some great conversations and go some cool places if I do look into a club. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And it's just fun. If it's not fun, you don't want to do it, you know, and it's just it's way too much fun all the time. It gets you excited, you know. Well, I think this has been a very fun and exciting conversation, Gittle. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you. It's been fun, too, <laughs> talking about it. Like I said, we like to talk about our, our, our art, our photography. Thanks, Gittle. Thank you. All right. So thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.